2020 it's the day before christmas and all through the house uh <laughs> coronavirus is not here <laughs> um and neither is a mouse we um we are quarantining with family it's good to be back in the midwest um things feel a little bit like normal <laughs> feel i mean people are still masking up which is good mask up where the vaccine is on its way we're so close um but it i i actually forgot yesterday that the coronavirus was around for a few hours cuz my my brother-in-law goes hey some guys are playing basketball down at the y do you want to go play tomorrow and i go yeah i want to go play and uh, we were talking about okay how's it going to work and we go and uh, go yeah I, I brought shoes this time that i can i can do that in and then i was like wait a second coronavirus no, I'm not going to go play. And I I would love to go play basketball. We're, we're so close. We're around family. Um, you know, my parents are on the older side. They're on the wrong side of 70, and, and so are my wife's parents. And so now we're not going to do that. Let's. That's a little too close contact. <laughs> I'm not going to D somebody up in the middle of a pandemic. So I said, ah, never mind. But it was it kind of it kind of blew me away that for a few minutes I had forgotten what we are in the middle of, but don't forget, um, you know, stay safe, stay healthy. Doom, doom bippers. We're, we're so close to getting that vaccine. Some of you probably have already gotten it. I know I've got a lot of, uh, friends who have already gotten it that are in the healthcare industry. So that's good. We're moving along. I, I don't know where in the, uh, in the food chain of importance comedian stacks up. Uh, I gotta imagine that, uh, the government sees it as low. Since since we take them to task on so many things, since comedians are the government's biggest critic, I'm assuming they've got us just below uh, just below the recently deceased. We're gonna give them the vaccine just to make sure when they come back as a zombie that uh, that they don't have COVID, and then they'll give it to the 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 satirists, the comedians, the people that pick apart everything they do. And I'm gonna do that, by the way. Oh, oh, before we get started, I want to announce uh, my podcast, Hoffcast merchandise, is finally available. A lot of people were asking me when I'm going to have t-shirts, and I did you one better. I've got t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, laptop cases, uh, iPhone cases, uh, there are coffee mugs, there's wall art you can get, and uh, this design, hand-drawn by yours truly. Uh, I don't have a lot of artistic talent, but I had this idea and I think I've told you about it. Um, you know, just a guy taking a walk at the end of the world and he doesn't have a care. He's just got his umbrella and he's got, and it's got three bombs coming in. Um, and they say doom, doom. And then the one that bounces off his umbrella says bip on it. So it's, you know, it's enjoy the end. You know, you never, nobody knows when their number is up. Nobody knows when uh, their time, their ticket is punched to the pearly gates. So enjoy it, guys. Ha- enjoy it. Uh, treat people kindly. That's kind of the podcast motto is just whistle along, sing your song, and, and be kind to people and, and enjoy your life. Uh, a lot of bad things are happening, but uh, you, you try and help where you can. 
and keep a positive attitude. That's what this podcast is all about. Try and find levity in the dark. And that's what this T-shirt represents. And and so go on there, get it. I'm going to post this. And if you're listening to this right away on Christmas Eve, there's a few hours left on the sale. If not, I'll be running some other uh, promotions. But pick one up. They're not too expensive. I think the T-shirts are like, right now they're $13. I think once the sale ends, they'll go up to 20 But that's not bad for a personally designed Nick Hoff T-shirt. And... Um, it helps support the podcast, support my career. So pass that along. If you see something, you know, you can get stickers, you can get magnets, whatever you think people would like. I know you can't get it in time for Christmas now, but uh, still plenty of fun to be had in the year 2021. Get that special someone, a special something from uh, the Hoffcast. Uh, so you can find links to all that on all my social media. I've got it posted. Um, so if you go to nickhoff.com, You'll find it. It's in my recent tweets. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Facebook. You can find it right on there. If not, it's on the website T Public. T E E, two E's, public, all one word. T Public.com and just search Hoffcast in there and you'll find it. It looks like it's just a t shirt, but click on it and you can choose anything, any color you want, any size you want. There are like a lot of different t shirt options. You can get like a tri blend, you can get like a hearty t shirt. Um, and then down below, you can see like that you've got the coffee mugs, the water bottles, the, and all that good stuff. So check that out. Uh, pick something up. It helps support the podcast, helps support me. I'd appreciate it. Um, also, day after Christmas, Omaha Funny Bone, I've got a show. Uh, going on there and they're going to do the social distance seating in their limited capacity so if that's something that you feel like you want to see after the holidays uh, pick up those tickets Um, if you're not there i'll be in south bend on the 29th of december at the smokestack grill they're doing social distance seating as well keep everybody safe and have a little bit of fun and then uh in february uh, Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm there uh, February 13th, 14th, and 15th. Those tickets are now available, so pick those up because I'm sure those are uh, limited supplies as well. So going to be coming at you hot with a bunch of new stuff. Um, and speaking of these... Uh speaking of these politicians, since our last podcast, we've had a, uh, we had a new president come into... Well, he hasn't come into power yet, which is the craziest thing to me. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? that we elect a president and then he doesn't get in for two more months. Like, isn't it crazy that we essentially we can the most powerful man in the world, we fire him. And then he has two months left on his hands, just with his hands on the wheel. Isn't that a little bit insane? Like when a normal person gets fired, they get fired on a Friday. So they don't make a scene. Like they just leave the office right then. They've got the weekend uh, (laughs) to hash it out. yet here the most important job perhaps in the world and we let him go but say no stick around and do your job for two more months nobody does their job and they're if you've ever given your two weeks notice you're not taking those last two weeks seriously i remember my last real job um (laughs) i gave two weeks and then um and I went to the little corner liquor store and I bought just like because I'd never you know, you always see those movies of the of the guys with the, you know, the little, I don't know, fifth of alcohol in their desk and on a particularly bad day or something or or the company just went belly up. You know, they take out their glass and they pour themselves a shot. And so I bought myself a little fifth of I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't rich and I was quitting to do stand up full time so the money wasn't rolling in at that point and so I I bought like a little fifth of I think it was uh 
a fifth of rum. And so I'd uh, pour a little bit of that in my Coke over those two weeks. <laughs> so I was just sitting at my desk with a with a little buzz going those last two weeks. No, my point is, nobody takes those last two weeks seriously, and here we give somebody two months uh, <laughs> to do whatever they want. And, they, and you see it, even the most respected of presidents. Now, say what you want about Donald Trump, uh, you know, that arena, the, the whole thing is it's weird to me, so I, I don't really care one way or another. Um, I think he's a bit of a loose cannon. I think it's fair to say that he pops off at the mouth, and so now when the when the stakes are gone and he knows he's not going to continue for another four years, I wonder what's going to come out of that Twitter account. It's going to be probably pretty hilarious, uh, especially if he ends up going to the inauguration. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go, but if he does, it could be even funnier what he's going to say right there. Uh, for those of you who remember when he came in, Obama was sitting right there, and he's like, belittling him right there kind of to his face so i wonder how this one's going to shape up um but uh, you know two months left on that job and and even the most respected of presidents you can tell their level of effort because uh that with a presidential pardon which is also an insane thing to me that the and and the president can do it at any time but they usually save it for the end of their term when they start pardoning all their friends and things like that like this guy's in prison but we're gonna go ahead and let him out hank come on out buddy yeah big your friend made it to a powerful position now i'm letting you out uh <laughs> everybody should have a everybody should get to pardon one person each you know each year if you're a if you're a law-abiding citizen you didn't break any laws that year you should get to pardon one person they're like yep you were good all year long, you get to let one person out. Uh, that's that's how it should work here. Not just the president getting to, like, every president just, like, lets loose, uh, like, a couple hundred people. And and no president hasn't done that. As far as I know, every single president has, like, gone through a whole laundry list of people that they've said, and your crimes are absolved. Your crimes are absolved. Your crimes are absolved. And I don't know why they start speaking in Old English, but they do, I'm sure. When they are signing that pardon, I'm sure they're like, and pardon, don't mind if I do, let me let my friends out of jail. Um, and it's it's nuts that we allow that. Like, okay, if if they who they should be allowed to let out is, you can hear, you can hear kids getting disciplined in the background. Uh, I think who they should be able to let go are people where there's like a question mark. Like, was this person uh, falsely imprisoned? And then if they think, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go on their side. I'm going to allow for this. I'm going to get that guy out. But, they, I mean, they just pardon criminals. That's pretty much all they do. They're just they're criminal friends. It's like this guy, yep, yep, he was doing something bad, but now we're going to let him out. I just think that's wild that we do that. Okay, government, you're going to not give me the vaccine right away. I'm going to uh, bring on another thing. Okay, lockdowns, lockdowns. We, you've got, how does it take Congress nine months to get another deal done? Okay, they whipped one out in March, and we're all like, okay, that's, that's a good start. But if you're going to shut us down, if you're going to take away our livelihood, you can't just give us, you know, chicken feed once every nine months. You got to, like, you got to step it up at this point. And I don't know if you guys saw this latest uh, $900 billion relief bill. But there are like hundreds of millions of dollars 
going to uh, like other countries for relief. Now, I don't think I, I think we should support other countries that need it. But I'm kind of looking at it going, hey, there's a lot of people in the United States that need help. Like you can't just give a family, you know, you can't give a person $600 and say that'll hold you over for nine months. And I know they extended jobless benefits and things like that, but that's that's a very bit little fraction of what you were actually getting as a working individual. And for you to shut, for the government to shut people down and then not compensate them properly for that is, it's really a slap in the face. And I cannot believe that this bill took nine months. How do we allow these uh, congressmen to be in power when it takes them this long to get something done. And the problem is, is they're bloating these bills with too many little side things. And, you know, it should just be a straightforward, like, we need to get money into the pockets of Americans. So that should be the only thing in this bill. And then knock it out every month, okay, in April. And this is going to be renewed every month until we lift the lockdowns and allow people to get back to work. By the way, the lockdowns, even once they're lifted, so many places are going out of business. So many people lost their jobs. So now you can't just lift it and say, okay, now we're not paying. No, you you screwed over so many industries. And now I'm not, I don't want you to get it confused. I'm not disagreeing with certain aspects of the lockdown. Like, yeah, we need to protect people, but we needed to do it in a sensible way that also protected people's livelihoods, right? Like you can't say, you can't say Walmart can remain open but then close down the mom and pop clothing shop just because they're not quote unquote deemed essential. Like comedy clubs could have, especially in the summer, so many comedy clubs could have like branched outside, but they wouldn't allow it. The comedy store in Los Angeles tried to run shows outside in the city of Los Angeles, shut them down, said, you can't do that. Uh, I mean, allow people to get creative in how they were doing it. We could have run shorter shows. I mean, you could have brought in, 10 people into a big comedy club and said, you're going to get a half hour show and run three of those, you know, or you could have run five of those a night and you could have, I don't know, maybe that's not the solution, but there were definitely solutions where people could have gotten creative and the government needed to allow for that. I think rather than just blanket shut people down, I know we need to protect people and there are a lot of dumb dumbs out there and you need to protect them from the cells. You know, like Seinfeld said it best when he said the only thing dumber than the helmet uh, for people who ride bikes and motorcycles is the helmet law that is trying to protect a brain that is functioning so poorly. It's not even trying to prevent the cracking of the skull that it's in. <laughs> like there are a lot of dipsticks out there that we need to protect and protect ourselves from the dipsticks. But I there had to have been a better way and for them to just blanket lock down certain areas and certain industries and then not compensate them properly for that is bullcrap and i don't know why i don't know why we let if you ever watch c-span you ever watch it and just these people that are coming up these old croons that are just up there barking at each other and grandstanding and saying the most point like how did we elect the snivelers of the world to run us. Like, I realize that's a job not a lot of people want. I mean, a lot of people talk about what they would do, but not a lot of people want it. Like, I don't think I want that job. I think I would do it out of a sense of, like, I I need to help, 
but I would be so frustrated because everybody in there is just a little snitch. That's that's what they look like, isn't it? That's how they act. These uh, senators, they, they just look like snitches in every movie. Like, how did we elect people that couldn't be cool? Like, isn't that the thing? Like, ah! <sighs> sorry about that. A little sneeze. Um, isn't that like... We need senators who can be cool. We need people that are running our country who, you know, aren't these little, actually, we need to do this and this and people need that. Like, no, we need some people in there like, hey, this will be fine. We can do this to help people. And in these other parts, people can help themselves. We don't need to lord over everybody. We don't need to be the hall monitors of the world. We need some more. We need some cooler people. In Congress, that's what we need. Uh, I mean, that's that's what you had in certain aspects. Of the, like, I can't think of one person in power right now that I would consider "quote unquote" cool, and that is up there just like relaxed and realize, hey, we don't need to we don't need to put our thumb over people. They can figure it out. Like we can, and let's give people some help where they need it. Like that's what we need these people to be. But no, we elect snivelers. Because these are the only people that run. So, if anything, I want some of you to look deep inside of yourself and say, do I have this in me? And then realize it's not an impossibility for you to enact change somewhere. I know we've got lives, we've got lots of things going on, uh, but, but something has to give. We can't allow the people that are in charge to continue to be in charge because they're just screwing the pooch, okay? Nine months to get a coronavirus relief bill done. For people that have been out of jobs for nine months, like I haven't worked very much at all, and we're we're getting by okay. Luckily, because I have an album out that continues to or you know earn residuals. But if I didn't have that, if I were if this were five years ago, I would be so screwed right now. And I and people, you know, there are jobs out there, but it's definitely a step back for certain people to take other jobs, and then all of a sudden now they're out of out of line. In the shuffle, right? They're out of line. They, they stepped out of line. They, they had to get out where they were in line for promotion. They were in line for another raise. And now they've been pulled out of that, of that process. It's going to screw people over for years to come. I think the government really uh, boned it. And it's, not just, and it's not just that. Like Hollywood and entertainment has pivoted, right? And I think it was a good pivot short term. Like, all of a sudden, you're seeing a lot more movies do home premieres, which, I mean, granted, our TVs have gotten a lot better over the last decade. Our TVs, our sound systems, I, of course, can't have a sound system. I live uh, in close quarters and have shared walls, so <laughs> I don't I don't have a blow-my-neighbor-out-of-the-wall uh, sound system, but we got a good TV, and so, yeah, some of these movies look great. Sometimes when you're like, oh, I... I used to have to go to a movie theater to watch an action movie and enjoy it. Uh, now I can, you know, see it in uh, HD right at home. Um, but let's be honest: like, if you're watching stand-up at home on Netflix, or you're watching a movie at home, or you're watching a concert at home, I think Carrie Underwood just released a hol- uh, holiday concert. You know, that's fine. But it's let's be honest: it's not better. It's not better than going and seeing it in person. Right? Like seeing stand up on your TV is fun. 
because it exposes you to things you may not have been had the opportunity to see. You get to see, you know, these stars that maybe you can't afford or maybe, um, you know, they didn't come to your town over this particular tour. So you get to see it there or, or all of a sudden you discover someone you you didn't know before. You know, that, that that's what happens to me. People share my videos on Facebook or YouTube, and all of a sudden I've got a wider audience where people say, who is Nick Hoff? And then all of a sudden, oh, he's got a podcast. All these things help and and get the name out. But that's not ideal. I would I would venture to say I, you know, for every one person that discovers me online, you know, 10 people become uh, fans or enjoy what I do because they saw it live. Like, that's... Uh, no bounds about it. Live is the best place to consume stand-up comedy, to consume music, to consume movies. Like seeing it live, and in, I know movies aren't live, but in the theater around other people, like that's what I want to get back to. And they made this pivot, but I don't want us to get used to seeing, you know, premieres of movies. You know, laughter's contagious. Getting into a theater and laughing along with other people, how great is that? You said, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched a movie that people said, oh, this is so funny, and then you watch it alone, like on your computer or on your phone, and you're like, ah, it was okay. Yeah, because that's not how it was supposed to be consumed. It wasn't supposed to be consumed over three days as you're falling asleep and you've got your phone right there as you're watching it fall, you know, passing out. That's not how it was supposed to be done. It was supposed to be done, you know, wide awake with the Coke in your hand and popcorn around other people. That's how that's supposed to be done. Live comedy should be in a comedy club or a theater or some kind of entertainment venue where you can go and laugh around other people and enjoy it. That's the best way. So so enjoy the pivot right now, but let's not get used to it. Let's not that let that, because it's easy. It's easy to slip into those norms, right? It's easy to slip into laziness. I am doing this podcast right now in a hoodie and pajama bottoms, okay? I, I'm, no, I'm no stranger to laziness, but we can't allow... Like once things start to roll back into norm, like I think they've vaccinated a million people right now. Like once, and I forget what it is going to take to get us back into the norm. They're saying like by early summer, you know, definitely in the fall, we, we should be back. And don't allow it to be like this, but still keep your distance from people, still continue to wear masks. I don't want that to be our reality, okay? Our bodies can, we can do this vaccine and hopefully, uh, uh, um, a friend of mine who who is familiar with uh I, I think their their uh they their wife or, or something is a is a scientist and and they were saying figuring out this vaccine will open the door for us to figure out other cures to diseases and other types of vaccines. So hopefully we'll be much more prepared as a society if something like this were to happen again. But I don't want it to be the norm where we're like still wearing masks because we're afraid of each other. And I, it's affected me in a in a mental state, right? It's definitely affected me. Like, I, I, even when I just watch television now, what were we watching the other day? We were watching, oh, Family Man. We were watching The Family Man, Nicolas Cage, Tay Leone, uh, <laughs> that Christmas. We, I think we watch it every Christmas. And it's a great movie. By the way, side note, 
I don't know what it is when the baby cries and Nicolas Cage walks into the bathroom and Taylioni's showering. My wife and I laugh our asses off every time. Whatever, when right when he walks in, whatever the heck she's doing in there, looks like she's got her thumb up her ass, and I don't know what she's doing in there. She's singing and dancing, but her hand is in a weird position. I don't know what she's washing. <laughs> But it, and how she's doing it, it's a weird thing. Next time you watch that movie, check out that scene and tell me what in the hell Taylioni is doing right at that moment. Um, but we were watching that, and I remember he was talking to somebody. Nick Cage was talking to somebody, and I was just like, oh, he's way too close. Like, that was the thought that I had. Like, he's definitely breathing on that guy. That was the thought I had watching this movie that was, you know, came out in... 99 or whenever it came out but yet it's wild that in one day i can forget that the pandemic is happening to the point where i'm almost going to play basketball and then at the same time watch a movie that i've watched probably 10 times and look at it and go "Ooh, why are why is nobody wearing a mask why is he so close like why how crazy how much it's affected us is brain you know it's i think it's affected everybody like you go out in a crowd, it's it's weird. Even at Walmart, we're all wearing masks, and and people were afraid to walk past me in an aisle. And I'm just like, oh man, we are weak as a society, men. Or maybe that means we're mentally tough. I don't know. Like that's the right thing to do. They they've told us all we just need to be careful for a few more months while we get this thing wrapped up, and let's not let the wheels fall off. Um, and I don't know if I agree with that or not. But I'm going to do it because they said it and it's not that big a deal. But I wonder how much mental effect this is actually having on everybody and how we're going to try and get back into into, you know, our normal lifestyle, quote unquote, because you saw this with Asia, right? Like they had SARS bad and SARS was never really bad here in America. And I'm not sure why, because travel didn't seem hardly any different when that thing came out 10 years ago. But but if you walk around an airport, even five years ago, you walked around an airport, like by and large, people were wearing masks were from Asian countries like and maybe they were American Asian. But they like I would see Asian families with masks on and I always look at them going, huh, I wonder what they're afraid of. Or I always thought maybe they're sick. So maybe they're protecting me. Uh, but, but it is only Asian people. I never saw white people walking around with a mask on <laughs> and uh, maybe that's our ignorance, but that's, I don't want that to become our normal. I won't, I don't want us to be afraid of each other. So figure out whatever you got to do, whether you need to have therapy or talk it out with someone or just talk it out with yourself. Sometimes just having a moment where you have time to think, you know, turn off the TV, you know, you don't have to have the radio going in the car. Just have a moment where you sit and think. I used to do so much writing in the shower, I would write jokes in the shower and I'd have to, and, and it was hard to remember them, right? Because you take a 10 minute shower, you think of a joke minute three, and now seven minutes later, you've forgotten it. So I'd have to constantly be refreshing it, which was actually helping me figure it out, right? Constantly having to say the joke to myself and like figuring out where it fits and, and, and what goes around it. And, and, oh, I didn't think about this aspect of it. And it actually helped me process things. So don't, don't underestimate the uh, the importance of tuning out, okay? And that means this podcast too, okay? That sometimes I would go for a run and I'd put some, you know, a podcast on or something, but and that's fun and that makes the time go faster, right? But you need a little bit of time 
at least every week, but probably every day to kind of process what 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 happened that day. Otherwise, we're not growing as people, right? Otherwise, if we if we consume, 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 but we never have time to process and create, you know, thoughts of our own, then we're not growing. We're just we're just consuming. We're getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and we're filling up, but we're not growing. You got to figure out how all this stuff that we're taking in fits into life, right? And I, I don't want us to not do that and then get back out in the real world and be leery of people and and distrustful. I want us to get back to where, because we have to lean on each other. We have to help each other. We got to be there. You know, you can't do anything by yourself. That's why you see no, I, that's not what I meant. You can do things by yourself, but but you need people around you. You're stronger. We're stronger together. That's the point. We're stronger together than we are apart, and this whole thing is dividing us and keeping us apart. So reach out to people. Uh, you know, have those lifelines. Keep those. Uh, re- keep your relationship strong. So when this thing, you know, goes away and subsides, we can get back out there and figure out how to wade back into the water and and learn learn from this. You know. We go back to normal, but don't mean that we go back to our old ways. Like let's let's also figure out a way to be better when we come back, more compassionate, um, and and come out to comedy clubs and support support uh, artists and entertainers right now. They really need it. Um, you know they've been hit hard by this, and I, I've seen it firsthand. I'm I'm a guy that's been hit hard. Like we're basically in coast mode, and I know that's a lot of us. But I haven't been able to perform since March. I think I've done uh, I've done six live shows uh, since March, and normally I'm doing six live shows a week. So that is a huge cutoff, and that was a big portion of my income. And commercials are out. Um, I haven't haven't ha- I've had three auditions all year. So that part of my income is gone. So support artists, you know, find people that you like what they do and and restaurants you like what they do. If you can buy a gift card, if you can buy a piece of merch, if you can uh, you know, ask your favorite artist, you know, what their Venmo is and send them 10 bucks. It'll it'll help them get through this time cuz cuz we lean on art, right? We lean and I think I talked about this before on the podcast. You know, where would we be right now if we didn't have music and movies and television? Those are artists that have worked for free to develop that and then they got paid, but but they had to de- develop it and they, there were years of struggle and had they not made it, you wouldn't have that art. So it's important to support people. If you, if you got if you want a piece of merch from the Hoffcast, find that on T Public. Um, I'll keep posting the links, and uh, and then if you get a shirt or a coffee mug or something, you know, take a picture with it and post it and tag me on social media and tag Hoffcast so I can see it. I want to see what this looks like. How you guys are enjoying it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do another episode just before the new year, but I wanted to get this out before Christmas. It had been a while. I I miss you guys. I love you and, um, take care. Have a Merry Christmas or a happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate Festivus. Be nice to those around you. Hug them. You don't know how much longer you have on this, on this little spinning marble. So enjoy the time that you have. Doom, doom, bip. I'll talk to you guys again soon.